In an industry where things have been done the same way for decades, how can industrial professionals overcome the challenges of working under harsh time constraints, being cost conscious, and working with people who may not have the vocabulary or framework to accurately describe their needs? On this podcast, we are discussing the best ways to transfer problem-solving knowledge and improve the lives of operators. This is Inductive Conversations with Don Pearson and today's guest, Derek Randall from Roseburg Forest Products. Derek, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you, Don. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. I would like to get a little bit of background, as I do with many of my guests, as to how you were first introduced to Ignition and what was that experience like? And that sort of sets the stage for a little bit of what led us to today's conversation. All right. Well, I was um, tasked with coming up with a set of uh, KPIs for our one of our production uh, facilities. Um, so I had to get data from the shop floor and then bring that to some sort of report for the managers and supervisors. I was using Excel with uh, tons of VBA scripting in it. And it was a huge pain point. And I was looking for something uh, better that could kind of bridge the gap. And uh, an engineer from that works for our company, but at a previous company that he worked for, had been introduced to Ignition. And he suggested that I try it out. So went on the website, I downloaded it. And literally within 15 minutes, I had already connected to a PLC. I'd connected to a database and was getting data from a PLC, putting it in a database and started to play around with queries. And from then on, it was I was hooked. Well, great. How about, I realize I want to back up just a little bit and maybe have you tell us a little bit about what you do with Roseburg Forest Products. Uh, you know, what are you tasked with? What role do you play there? So uh, currently, I, I work for corporate, and I am tasked with uh, getting data from the shop floor and putting that in, in reports for uh, the, the plant, the personnel at the plant, the, the operators, the supervisors, the managers, and also with rolling that data up into an enterprise-level report like in a data warehouse. Okay, great. So back to the ignition uh, discovery process for you. How did you maybe gain the knowledge to interact with Ignition. I, I'm not sure how many years ago you started with it. I don't know if we had inductive university. Was it inductive university? Was it, you know, our manual? Was it our forum? Was it all of the above? How did you to evolve your own skill set and perhaps some others in the company that may have come along also? Well, what had happened is when I first got Ignition, I was under uh, some, some really tight time constraints to, to finish this project. And I didn't have time, or I thought I didn't have time to go through and watch all of the videos in Inductive University. So I just kind of podged together, you know, my own experience and knowledge, and I would watch some of those videos as needed. Um, and when I got done with that project, I then went back and started watching the videos in succession and soon realized that uh, I had gone about it all wrong. And had I, had I to do over again, I would definitely go back and watch those videos in succession. I ended up writing uh, tons of code to, to solve a problem that you guys, you know, had already solved for me. And all I really had to do was go and check a box somewhere and it would have done exactly what I needed it to do. Instead, I ended up, you know, doing it the hard way. So yeah, the inductive university has been, uh, is, is awesome. I like it because you can you can rewind that video as many times as you want. Um, and I'm amazed at how many times I'm like, I, I need to know how to do this. And I watch the video and the guy explains to me exactly the problem I'm having and how to solve it when with very little changing or whatever, I'm able to just steal 
what I see on the video and, and implement. Actually, it gave some people some good advice because I think very often folks approach it a little bit maybe the way you did the first time because of time constraints. But what happens is they end up double working because they miss some of the knowledge transfer. Yeah. That's the goal of the darn university in the first place is let's transfer knowledge in bite-sized pieces over 500 videos that you can consume in an organized fashion because you don't realize at the start that ignition isn't just an HMI SCADA. It's, it's SCADA, but it's a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. And knowing what the potential is becomes critical. But you can still use it the way you used it. You want to know about alarming, just watch, sort, just search for alarming and learn five videos about alarming pipelines or something. Yeah, and since it is broken down into two or three minute videos, it's easy to you know sit at your desk during lunchtime and, and you know put some headphones on and, and watch four or five videos every day. Yeah. Uh, it, it is really nice. You don't have to travel, go to a class where they, they shove all this knowledge at you in a, in a very short time period and you end up walking away with retaining so little because it was so intense yeah. uh, as it's spread out over a couple of weeks as you watch these videos. I think you can make a difference. You absorb it a lot better. Yeah, actually, that's one of the reasons I think we decided from our training director. He said we're making the university a prerequisite to coming for live training because you want people to already know something when they get here so that when they are here for a week of intense training, they can absorb more because yes. they already took time to get the basics in place with university. So I have a question about Ignition as far as things you like about it. What's your favorite thing that you like working with about Ignition? I like it. It is it is extremely versatile and easy. And a lot of my job is to, is to talk to people to get the requirements for what they want who may not have a framework or a vocabulary to accurately describe what they need. Uh, so for me, being able to work up a prototype very quickly to be able to show them and then use that as a discussion point and then refine that further, um, it really is, saves me so much time instead of having to guess at what they want, spend all this time developing it and then showing it to them to have them say, no, 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 that's not what I want. So being able to meet with a user, spend an hour with them and come back the next day or even later that day with a prototype and say, is this, is this what you want? It's huge. That's great. How has um, Ignition had an, either an inspiration to you or shaped in some way your professional experience or your professional career? Has it been any impact just for you personally as you've used it in your own professional work in your company? Uh, definitely. I think the, the, when I first started using Ignition, I worked uh, for just one of our facilities. And based on the work I did there, I got moved up into corporate to do the same thing uh, throughout all the facilities. Uh, so from just a personal career standpoint, it was a, it was a huge, had a huge impact. And just the way I view things are differently. You know, I've been using HMIs for a lot of years, uh, the old school kind of HMIs and, and everything's difficult to do. And it never quite, unless you're just starting or stopping a, a motor, anything other than that is extremely difficult to do. But with ignition, uh, it was just a huge game changer to be able to connect to a PLC and connect to a database to be able to put a table on a, on a window was just huge. Um, most of the other HMI packages I'd played with, if you wanted a table, you had to build it one settle at a time. It wasn't really dynamic. Um, and then you ended up with these vast amounts of code um, that you had to create from scratch, which is, is never an effective use of, of my time. 
or sustainability when you start having other people who have to maintain that code going forward. You know, so to the succession planning, as you move up on to other jobs in your own career, mm-hmm. you want to leave a leave behind sustainability yeah. in the systems you develop. You may have already answered this, but but I'm curious: is there any favorite feature or favorite module that you work with regularly? Transaction groups, by and far, have okay. have, have <laughs> made my life ever so much easier. So, give me an example. Um, uh, for an example, I was trying to capture data from a uh, a machine that had several different bins, and you could put different products in different bins, and that changed from day to day. So, in bin one, you may be putting product A in there today, but tomorrow it's going to be product D. And then, you know, we had tags in the PLC that said what product went to which bin, but I needed the product, I needed the column name to sort of be dynamic as well as the value that went into there. And I was able to use, uh, I was trying to figure out how to solve it, kind of in my mind, develop this model in Python, how I was going to do it. But I went back through the inductive university and uh, uh, we watched all the videos on transaction groups and figured out the block transaction group did exactly what I wanted with absolutely no scripting or coding, which always makes me extremely happy. Um, I enjoy writing code, but like I said, it's usually never, it's not, if I can avoid it, I absolutely will. Um, So yeah, that, that, that block transaction group solved that problem. And that is a, a lot of our machines are like that. So it was, it made uh, going and capturing that data relatively pain-free. That's great. That's a perfect example. So I'm wondering if basically there are, you mentioned a couple, any other challenges that you face in your industry or job that were eased with ignition that pop out? If not, fine, but I'm just curious if there's anything else you might want to share. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I could sit here all day long and tell you story after story, but um, what I like about it is that the licensing module makes it easy to innovate. So you're you're working on a a problem and you know it sure would be nice to put a screen here a data entry screen down here on the line uh to make the operator's life a lot easier they wouldn't have to walk back and forth write things down and then walk to a computer um so you're able to put an ignition screen out there on the line for them uh where in the past under different software licensing models you know that would have cost you five thousand bucks to do that and in our industry like most industries you know we're trying to be cost conscious so uh trying to come up with an roi to prevent the operator from walking 20 feet five times a day is sometimes hard you don't have to do that you can put that out there and uh you know there's a lot of soft benefits to that. He's not so wore out by the end of the day. He's a little bit happier. The data is a little more accurate. So just things like that, that you you can't come up with a hard ROI to go and convince your, your manager to kick over another $10,000 for a suite of licenses. You're able to, you know, solve problems without ha- thinking about that. Yeah. Without having to go, you know, go back and get more money. Well, I'll tell you this, two things about the ignition licensing, you're mentioning it right now, that have really been good for companies overall across industries, is unlimited projects and unlimited clients. It's all the unlimited, unlimited tags too and, you know, unlimited connections. But when you think about it, if you want data at a certain place, just like you're saying, just put it there and make it available to that operator. Um, If you want to do another project, another department in your organization, just do it. The license is for the server make it work so it has opened up the speed of innovation in companies do you along that line just one add-on question 
where do you see innovation happening in your industry? And, and can Ignition play a role to accelerate or facilitate that innovation? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think the next step in our innovation, in our industry is, uh, you know, it's an old industry. We've been doing this things the same way for, for decades. And I, I think we're getting to the point where we're looking hard at our processes, trying to make good uh, decisions based on actual data, not just uh, guesswork or intuition. Um, so just getting better at what we're doing by, by, by using the data and uh, getting the data from the shop floor. We're not just talking PLCs. We've got OEM pieces of equipment that output text files or CSV files that we need to get data from, or they have a, 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 an onboard database on, on their piece of equipment that we need to get data from that so we can integrate it with the data from the process line. So yeah, uh, statistics, uh, statistical process control, I think are the, the next big uh, game changers for our industry. Okay. So with, with sort of the couple of minutes that we have left, I sort of want to ask you a last, final question. You can go anywhere you want with it. But when you look at um, what you've accomplished in the last year and you look forward to the next year, how do you see this year? What goals do you have and what excitement or aspirations do you have for, for the coming year? If I knew what I knew now when I started this job, I would have probably spent six months uh, sitting in my office building a set of tools uh, that I could use for rapid development. Uh, of course, I didn't, it was all new, so I didn't really have those uh, requirements to be able to build those, but I do now. So I think you know, I'm going to focus more on building tools to help me develop rapidly. So once I solve a problem at one plant, I can just, you know, scale that across all our facilities with the similar pieces of equipment and, you know, taking advantage of uh, Python's object-oriented programming is, is going to be a huge part of that. One of the great things about Ignition is it, 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 it doesn't require a huge footprint. You can download it on your desktop. You can develop a whole project uh, without spending any money to make sure it, this is, is this going to do what I want it to do. And then at the end of the day, after you've developed your project, then you could go, it's easy to go to your boss and say, hey, look what I did. If you want to continue with this, I need, you know, I need some money. Uh, to, easier to sell it that way without a huge investment in, in, you know, some of these software packages runs in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. And it's a non-starter sometimes. Yeah, because yeah. you're like, I don't even know if this is going to is this going to do what I want it to do. And of course, you know, the sales guys talk it up, but you never know until you crack it open yourself. Like, oh, yeah, this does do what they say or like, ah. Well, that's actually good to know. That may not be a favorite feature, but it certainly is a pretty popular one. It's because you can develop fully yep. without having to, it's, you know, try before you buy. Yeah. And make it work. And then, of course, sell it internally without the investment first. You can give a much more complete look at, here's the ROI you're going to get. A supervisor can more easily say, go for it. Yeah. And that's how it actually got in our facility. I. I downloaded the demo project. I developed uh, a couple screens in it and uh, got my plant manager hooked on it. And I said, you know, the first one's free. Now, <laughs> now let's buy it. Now let's buy it. But it was a, it was an easy sell because there was virtually no risk because it already it was already proven. That's great. Listen, I I want to say that I appreciate you taking time uh, so much out of a busy schedule for joining us here. Uh, my guest today was Derek Randall with Roseburg Forest Products. 
And you have been listening to Inductive Conversations from Inductive Automation. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, listeners, this is a quick reminder to subscribe to our podcast if you're enjoying the conversations. Also, if you have a topic or a question you'd like us to cover, or if you're interested in being a guest on a future episode, then please send your inquiries to podcast at inductiveautomation.com.